March 8, 2011. It's a Watt from Pedro's show.
Watt for Pedro show. Not at the Love Grotto, not at the Pleasure Point, but still am in Pedro. Oh, more than Todd. See, it's Todd Conj. Okay. I didn't know what this, how this was titled. It's got my spiel. Okay. Uh, start off the show with uh, John Coltrane along with Duke Ellington. Maybe it's the other way around. Like uh, with my guest today, Mr. Todd Conjolier. Todd C., Todd Conch, as the solo album says. Oh, wow, it's out on uh, Craig Abara's label, too. Yeah. Water Under the Bridge. And Burger Pop LP. Oh, is that it? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so we heard John Coltrane, The Feeling of Jazz, with Mr. Ellington. And then we heard uh, some live television, but not the old television. I think this was 2004 uh Reformation? Reformed? Reformation? Uh, called Mr. Lee. Uh, so anyway, yeah, Brother Matt is very sick. So instead, Brother Todd, what do you call this, your studio here? Does it have a name? Yeah, Clown Sound. It's Clown Sound. God, isn't that the name of your solo record? Clown. No, it's Clown Sounds. Yeah, plural. That's, yeah, a little different. It's hard, you know. How'd your cat get that color on you? He's he tries, you know. He's a he's a good cat. He's smart. He's smarter than me. <laughs> yeah. So uh, this is like crack bed in a studio in a fun place. There's a lot of clown things. No, uh, Jeff Dahmer. No, not John Jeff Dahmer. Who's Gacy. the other guy? Yeah, John Wayne Gacy. He scares me. Yeah, he's very. Scary. I like clowns, but not not, <laughs> not that. that. What was his name? Pogo. Yeah. <laughs> there was a cat Actually, I knew right at here. Uh, that kind of looks like I'm the upside down. Yeah. Uh, God, what was his name? There was a cat I knew working at a label who had written him and sent him a picture. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've heard that. What is I think his name is Jeremy or something. I can't remember right now, but he put, he made a painting for him and put him in the picture and then had him, um, Mr. Pogo, with the vampire thing, yeah, teeth. That's pretty good. Well, this is, yeah. this is the baby Gacy doll right here. And Whoa! Well, he'll be staring at you for the whole show. Okay, giving me the creeping me out. Well, if you can't handle it, let <laughs> me know. I'll, I can get him out of here. But... Some people really trip on clowns, like scared trip. Yeah, yeah, like freaked out. Me. Kramer on Seinfeld. He... Is he in, not in? No, <laughs> nah, I mean in the, in the show he wasn't. But yeah, a lot of people don't like. It. A lot of people come in here thinking they're gonna record, and then they go, "Wait, uh, not with these clowns." <laughs> <laughs> That's right. There was a, I don't know if you're old enough, but there used to be, Bozo had his own show. Yeah, yeah. And every show there would be a butchy boy. <laughs> He'd be a helper man or a helper young man. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he would like pull the wagon around with the toys and shit and the candies. I remember there'd be this giant Tootsie Roll. I always wonder what that tasted like. And I think I saw one later on that... It was just a big plastic thing to hold a bunch of little ones. It wasn't a giant Tootsie Roll. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, the Butchie Boy. Yeah, I'm kind of like the Butchie Boy in the studio here. <laughs> it chose the chosen one. There's some sort of bozo spirit in here because, you know, kids nowadays don't know who bozo is. They think right. He's old know. days, right? Yeah. I think he started in the 50s, you know, and I'm born in 57, so I know kind of the 60s version of him. Uh,. I think it's the idea of wearing makeup and just being able to get away with anything. Yeah, yeah. 
That's what that's what Jello Biafra's idea was. Was he, it? He was like running for mayor or something. He wanted all businessmen to dress up in clown suits instead of suits. So that was his idea. <laughs> well, that, that was right off the bat. That was like he lost votes. So he should have <laughs> should have waited. He should have told people that after. He right, was, like, right. <laughs> that would have been nice. Uh, maybe it's the idea of circus people being kind of like. Yeah, they're always going town to town. There's something about the carny people, right? That's yeah. You're not supposed to let your uh, children run off and join the circus or something. I don't know what the thing is with the clowns. The fake face. I'd be proud if my kid did that. There was it show some start tour life uh, it early. Would, it'd start that and you know get them used to clowns and and horse shit and. There was a guy big with clowns when I was young that was very popular named uh, Red Skelton. Oh, yeah, yeah. One of his characters was yeah. some kind of clown. I can't remember his name. But uh, it, it, it has taken a fall. I know people right away who get weirded out. There was a Butthole Surfer album with a clown. Oh, Locust. Is that Locust, locust Abortion? Abortion? Yeah. 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 I, I kind of like clowns. I don't know if you know this, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I like at least the the art. I thought it was intimidate is. people who thought they were gonna walk in here and be automatic rock stars. This guy yeah, puts, puts it, them, kicks them in the place. Definitely, it gives gets the fear out of. Who's them. this clown with the crew shirt? Oh, that's John Lennon. Wow, <laughs> with his glasses off. Yeah, looks weird. Sorry, John Lennon. He looks like he looks like he's getting ready to go into that. I don't really want to know what else you're going to do for the rest of your life, so it might have been. Oh, okay. He's got know. a Motley Cruise. He's sporting the merchandise. Yeah, it's like a I was on stage in Finland when it came down, and all their stuff almost killed me. They had all these props and stuff. A storm just came out of nowhere. Pori on the west coast oh, of Motley Finland. Uh, yeah, they have a big stage yeah, thing, and oh, it all came down on me. But uh, a young Finn... Man got on the stage and got me off. I, you know, I was crippled. It came out of nowhere, man. I saw the black cloud gather. You know, I had to get up on stage a little earlier. And whoa. They're always trying to kill people. That crew. Yeah, their stuff. Well, they had a bunch of metal things. It was trying to make it look like an auto shop or some kind of a industrial motif or something. Huh. Drum set was really wild. Tommy had this... Uh, Kind of another drum set in front of the real set. Oh, the one that flipped up and upside down and took them in the air and stuff? Well, I saw it was on the deck and a <laughs> big wide thing and he had spray painted it all white. And there is actually a drums in front of the other drums. It was kind of trippy. Huh. Uh, but the other stuff, yeah. The wit could not survive the big winds. That just, uh, stage got destroyed. There was no more shows. I don't think Motley Crue played, but... Uh, Who's the other one? Iron Maiden did. Oh, they went and bought 200 hair dryers and dried out all the equipment with these little electric hair dryers. <laughs> Borrowed some stuff from uh, Slayer. I saw Slayer right before they went on right before us. They just happened I to think have Alice Cooper played too. Slayer happened to have the hair dryer. Like no, I think they had to go into town. Uh, they're Finnish. Well, they're probably Chinese via Finland. Oh, okay. Um, Todd uh, has a label that's a great thing here, and I want to play some music here, although one of them is actually from Water Under the Bridge, which is another, an upstart Pedro label, it's Craig Ibarra, played for him last week here at the skate shop, 
And you were supposed to play and didn't get to play. It was fucked up. Cops, man. And I heard you didn't play the night before in Chino or something. Um... No, we did, but we ended up playing at 2.30 in the morning. So yeah, Raul told me some stuff. Yeah, we ended up playing. We were stuck in a van for like four hours because it was raining. The only place to hang out was like outside. and it was. It so was you cool. did get to play. Yeah, we got to play. Okay, okay. Because I thought it was really two late. minutes in the row because you didn't get to play in Pedro. Yeah, I mean, it was good that the... That was you know, cold night for Pedro. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. But you guys got to play and Hot New Mexicans played. Hot they're, New Mexicans who are actually from Atlanta and I don't think any Latin people in the band. What's that? Oh, they're from Athens. Athens, yeah, not Atlanta. Yeah. Athens, I'm sorry. but they're... Actually, Mississippi originally, but they all moved to Athens. But, but not Mexico. No, no. <laughs> there's no Latin cats in that town. No, no. Yeah, their name is definitely... Well, there's no Samoan people in Angry Samoans either. Yeah. But then I, I kind of like thought maybe they're talking about hot New Mexican state girls or something. Or New Mexico. Yeah, like hot New Mexicans. You know, you know what I mean? Albuquerque, yeah. Santa Fe... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> something like that. It's a know. warm day in the summertime. Or it's working for them. Yeah, they're great. There are also probably no Martians in that band Mars. So oh, I heard not, there was, actually. There, there was? was? Yeah, there's, there's... That's why they broke up. And then an Asian, Neil, an Asian person joined Nip Drivers late in the day. But that was... I really? Remember, yeah, because I remember... Like, I would... That was, that was like one of my favorite bands when I was a kid. Yeah, good band. band. Very Destroy Whitey. Yeah, that's a great record. New Alliance put out uh, Mike Weber and uh, Kurt Schellenbeck. Yeah. Guitar Man. Yeah. I can't remember the other two. They kind of rotated, but those two guys stayed main. Yeah, and they got, you know, Mike passed away. Every time I would tell people, like, there's this band, the Nip Drivers. They live right around the corner from me. Like, and they're, yeah, they were Taurus. They're Black Flag. And everybody, like, yeah, "Yeah, but the name. (laughs) I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot. That's kind of, it's kind of crazy, but. They did get an Asian guy in the band later. So. They did. All was redeemed. Who could drive? Yeah, that's right. He was he was their tour driver. <laughs> I remember that cover. It was D Boone, you know, wanted to put it out, and I said sure. Which I heard from uh, Kurt one time, maybe not too long ago. Oh, you were the guy who was against putting it out. D Boone had to force the issue. It was not true. I was really into it. Yeah. The last tune especially was the the dog and a cow. The dog and a cow. And a yeah. <laughs> I got a... I really like that I, one. I, that's like one of my favorite. Purple cow or something. Yeah. That's one of the best. I don't they know. did make an album after that. right? That's right. It was only an EP that came out with us. But I think later they made an album. Yeah, oh, Bless Freak Show. Yeah. That one's good, too. They got, like, star for that Olivia Newton-John song. He's, like, trying to sing like her. It's <laughs> it's definitely creepy, but, like, in a way of a good, creepy, like, kind of like some of those flag records where you're just, you're, you're kind of creeped out, but it's just all good at the end, but, you know. I like Mike Weber. He had to try a hard life. Yeah. Hard life. Yes. Yeah, it, it was sad when he, when he left. Yeah. A lot of pain. He was, he was very talented. Like, he was. Yeah, he was. Great. One of my favorite songwriters. Especially, and not and, just uh, saying very local. much an individual, a, a, a persona. Yeah, yeah, he really loved music. Like he had a good spirit, and it's not mm-hmm. just like a local. You can't like I would always say, oh, they're one of the best bands around here, but it's worldwide. I think like the how underrated they were, and his songwriting. Maybe was it so was good. that name. I don't know. The name never bugged me, or destroy Whitey for the title. That's what yeah. they called. Well, that was that was great. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, I mean, you know, what one or two people, people mentioned that, that stuff. When I, when I said that, I mean, you know, it's like I, they didn't mean it. It was like anger Samoans. You didn't think I it know. was. You didn't think it was racist stuff at all. I'm going like, to see Greg Turner. He lives in speaking of New Mexico. He teaches math out there, and he's going to oh, come right. to the gig Monday. Oh, nice. Start tour day after tomorrow, and Monday I'll be in Albuquerque. Oh yeah, you're playing. But Greg um, Turner, the angry Samoan. Yeah. I guess I don't know because. Metal Mike has been carrying it on without Greg a long time, yeah, but Greg yeah. doesn't consider it angry Samoans. Uh, and though Metal Mike's had like five, six versions since yeah, yeah. Greg. Uh, He's still one version had all ladies, I remember. It's been all over the place. Yeah, I think we played a few different Samoan versions. And He's up in the Bay Area. They're always, yeah. they're always in, you know, it's like you get to hear those songs. It's but nothing wrong with that. But. Actually, though, the band... The left side of my right side of my brain, yeah. is that the one? Right side of my mind. Right side of my mind. The five song. It's yeah, a EP. inside my brain. Yeah, that's inside my brain. That's, that's what it's called. That's great. That is really good. That's and like, I saw that band. That's they had Jeff Dahl in the band for a while. Yeah. And uh, he's living in Arizona. I always uh, liked Jeff Dahl. He was kind of Stooges influence guy, and uh, with Turner and Metal Mike, I guess he had a cat named Todd on the bass end. Yeah, um, and I can't remember the drummy, but for me, that that was the the best Samoans version. Now they had some funny s- records before that with the yeah, like Saint Hitler's Scott. Yeah, <laughs> my, my old man's Dave, a fat that, man, <laughs> fat fat soul. What were they something. called? They were called something else. They had a seven inch um... P- queer pills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, that's it. And, <laughs> and then was, they were, uh, were the they had the Rodney song that got him a lot of yeah, trouble. Get off the air. But yeah, but you know what? We should play some music from Todd's label here, and yeah, one not on his label, but associated with uh, him because he's on it. What uh, for Pedro show?
Watt from Pedro Show. Here with Mr. Todd, and uh, we played some stuff from his label. Well, three from his label, one from Water Under the Bridge, which was his uh, uh, Clown Sounds with the S, as opposed to Clown Sound, the studio where we're doing this show right now. So we start off that chunk with I'm Not Using My Brain, Desperate, by Stoned at Heart. Stoned at Heart, Pedro band, right? Yeah. You're in. Yeah, it's me, Jimmy, Chachi, and Baby, Baby Jess. Jess. Yeah. Yeah, I That's... saw her at the gig last week. Saw Chachi too a little bit. Yeah, digger songs. And uh, you guys could have played at Harold's, right? And then yeah. Sean just took off like, fuck this, I'm out. Um, oh, the, the after, <laughs> that dudes the were hollering. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because it was so, he, so, he just got over being sick. Right, right, and, right. You know, we were kind of like, oh, we play here a lot. So right. it's like, what's the use? This was like an all ages thing at the, yeah. the skate skate shop. Right. And there's all the these kids there. The it's like, why shop. play, you know, why play a Herald show when Sean's still sick? You know, it's just, right, it didn't right. make sense to us. Like, it would have, if it got moved to a, to a like, all ages or a house or something like that, it would have made sense, but. A bar. Yeah, no. it's just kind of like, and there was already a show going on. And it was just kind of <laughs> so like. So what had it been a bum rush? Like, yeah, like, hey. Which always goes over well. I know you guys Herald's. are limited on time, but we're going to make it worse for you guys. Let's do that. You know, there's just no reason to do that. If it was a touring band, I would, I would see. That was a wild gig. I thought, I thought everything, you know, besides the cops showing up, everything worked out good. Oh, you yeah, guys, yeah. You guys played, Mexicans played. And we're using the uh, the new PA that was bought. Yeah. Craig Gabara and Danny Lou running it. and That's cool to have a PA. Yeah. Hopefully you don't get destroyed. Yeah. It was, it's a good one, too. It is. Once they had, the first few shows, it was kind of... It's kind of, I wasn't used to it. It was so good, you know? And then they kind of dialed it in to where it was... They're still learning, I think. There was some squealing going on. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, but it's, it's... It's a process. It's definitely an awesome VA. So, so... Stone at Heart. Okay. Maybe a year old now? More? Uh, probably... Maybe two. Two years. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe, uh, maybe Pedro People. Yeah. All combinations of different bands, really. It's pretty much the core me, me Jimmy and Chachi are in three bands so it's like you know we just one day we just ended up jamming with Jessica and it just that's felt, what made felt it different. awesome like the and name came, just came on like you know we were just talking it, while practicing laughing about a name the name came up in the you know in the conversation it wasn't like we we're sitting at Denny's going what should we name this new band that we're gonna start you know like it was really natural and the organic and, you know, rock very, very organic and it's really it's really fun you know so I'm in too many bands, but now they they fun. got one album out, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? I I played on the show a demo. I think it was done at Kid, Ke- not a demo. It was when all these people were recording at Kid Kevin's Kelly Mucho thing there, right down the street here. Oh, the, like when we played live. He it was recorded. like live, and they were just recording. Everybody was playing. Yeah, we did. We Shark did. Shark was there too. We did the exact same record be- right before, maybe a month before we put that out. We did the exact same record, so it's like what they have recorded live is this exact sequence of the album. So we thought, but different, no overdubs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably maybe good. I don't know. I haven't heard it. You never heard it. (laughs) Well, I played one of them tunes on the on the show. Oh, cool. Because Kid Kevin gave it to me right after the thing, and it was uh, time for show, so I played it. All right. So Stony Heart has been on the Watt from Pedro show before. All right. Yeah. That was during the era when uh, they were getting uh, reactionary stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was yeah, right yeah. around there. Yeah, that was good. Everybody was recording there. Those were okay. fun times. Yeah, yeah. Shark Pants <laughs> playing in Pedro. 
Yeah, that's it's always good. Yeah. Uh, what's that one? I, I know kung fu. I know don't you, you know, know kung fu. Yeah, but what's it called? Kung. Wait, don't you know? I think it's just called kung fu. Kung fu. Yeah, yeah but the chorus is I know you, you know, know kung, kung fu. fu. <laughs> that's a great tune. Yeah, they're they're great. I wish they played a little bit more. They they kind of like. Simmer down. I'm slacked out. Well, he's got this new band. He's I'm going to play with really them Sunday. Into, yeah, they're good. We're in Tucson. We're going to get a Oh, yeah, by over. the way, people, I leave for tour date after tomorrow. Now, the next one you picked was Fleshies, Onion of My Eye. How old is this? It's about two, maybe one and a half, one and a half years old. So pretty recent because Fleshies Fairly go recent. back. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I've been told, sources say, yeah, uh, they've reunited. They just went to Japan and did a tour. Yeah. Yeah. What source is that, man? That's crazy. And the, <laughs> crazy source. Yeah. And the singer man is from uh, Triclops, if you guys know about this uh, Bay Area band. But this is the band he was in much before. Yeah. Definitely. What's his name? John Geek. John. John No. He goes through. John. John. He, this cat. Let's just keep it at He John. reminds me of uh, Dave Slut. There was a New Orleans band called Sluts. And he had like a 90-foot mic cable. He's he almost he's ended weird. up a Black Flag singer. He got the, uh, Hank got the call instead uh, of him. But they were they were the last two in the run it. Uh, yeah, they, they were a good band. But I hear he gets some reunions back, not with the original Cats. But this cat had a long mic cable, man. He'd be running all over the place. Face and yeah. stuff. And John is like this. Yeah, long. Yeah, he gets in people's But faces. he does trippy shit. He'll tape uh, flashlights to his uh, toes and shit. <laughs> he's, he's a tripper. He's got great fla- lyricist, great singer. So, Fleshies on the rebound. Yeah. And no substitute members. It's all original cats. But you don't see a lot of that happen. Uh, then we heard the Arrivals, Chicago band. Water, water everywhere. This is a new record, right? Yeah, it's fresh. October. October. It's very good. Volatile Molotov. Yeah. St. Patrick, Little Dave Merriman, Isaac Thoughts, and Ronnie DiCola. Isaac's the song man. He's the two Yeah, he's the one that was on... I don't know what number show it was. Me and him came and that's right. Played some stuff. He's the Toonsmith. That's Not right. Not to be confused with the other Isaac. I know two Isaacs in the whole scene. <laughs> I call them the Isaacs. Yeah, they're probably the better songwriters. Of that's the, the Shark Pants. Shit, uh, but I'm playing with the Shark Pants. He's got his other band. Uh, Linguas Largus. Linguas Largus. Yeah, we'll play a song from them later. Yeah, they're, they're great. It's like I'm gonna Shark play with them Sunday T-Rex. with T Rex, right? Yeah, <laughs> T Rex was my first gig. Yeah, yeah, they, they Long Beach Auditorium that I I went to. Two dollars and fifty cents. Saw Mark Bolin. It was trippy. They play like the two minutes from the, you know, kind of pop song or whatever on the album, and then he would do like fifteen minutes of lead guitar on his knees. Oh. He definitely had was a there, Hendrix. Was it bongos? Hendrix Bongo thing. Yeah, he had that guy Mickey Finn up yeah. front. Couldn't hear him. I like that later stuff, that, that whimsical, like, That's actually earlier. Really? Yeah, Tyrannosaurus Rex is before. Oh, shit. Then they turned their name to T-Rex and become Electric Rock Band. Oh. But before it was just him and the conga like, guy. King of the Rumbling Spires, that's, like, early? Yeah, that's way before. Uh, 
Beard of Stars, Unicorn. Yeah. Those albums are... Be- that's when they're, they're still later. called Tyrannosaurus Rex. That's a weird... In fact, there's a guy... I don't think Mickey Finn's on, Tyrann- uh, on Unicorn. I think that's Steve Took. There was a guy, Steve Paragon Took, you know? Yeah. The fucking Hobbit name and shit. But uh, Mickey Finn, I think, is Beard of Stars and Ryan White Swan. Okay, yeah. those are the two are the end of that period. Then they go to Electric Warrior and they become a what rock year band. Where was the Ride the White Swan? Maybe 70. Really? Hot Love. That was the big song off there. I'm not a fan of that song, but I really like I know, it's I kind like of just a blues song. thing. I like King of the Rumbling Spires. I like all but that's that. that's with Mickey Finn, but that's, that's still com- kind of coming from the hippie busker. Yeah, so then they just started the... the rock big, thing big with a bass player and a drummer and a sax, right. yeah. I'm glad I'm learning this right now. Yeah, well, I was way into it as a it's, boy. It always seems like the evolution is start off rock and then get. No, this was the other way. Right. Other way. But if you knew the times too, hippie music going into arena rock, it, it makes a lot of young, sense. So it's... Didn't even make thirty. I went to the tree we got where he got killed. It's on yeah. the other side of the that Thames River in London, yeah. and the trees all bowed over. I met his son too. His son was like a year old when he died. His name's Roland. Roland Bowen. Roland Bowen. I met him and. He wanted to hear about the gig. He, you know, because he never really got to see his pop play. He looked like him, but tall. Mark Bowen was little, but his wife, who actually was driving, it was yeah, raining yeah. and shit, and you could see the corner and how they came down. It was yeah, a Mini a people, Cooper. Heard, yeah, yeah. Them little ones, not yeah. a lot of protection. Well, a lot I of think she people. was a Jamaica lady, too. Uh, he's tall and slender like her. Good looking guy, Yeah, It seemed Bowen. like a lot of people blamed her. Like, that's a lame position to be in, you know? Like, well, he was so buzzed, he couldn't drive. Well, yeah, maybe it's that's like you're, why you're probably in a situation where you're helping him out, and then all these all these fans are just blaming her for the thing. Her window, and it's like, She's actually nuts. his second wife. There was one before, I think Julia? I don't know. Something like that, Julie? But it actually made his career. He started out as a spokesman for the mods before that hippie shit yeah, yeah. with the two-man band. He'd dress all flash and shit, and like when they needed a story... Couldn't talk so to the goes, who, they so, talked to the fucking... So he goes from mod to psychedelic to rock. Yeah. To the stadium yeah. rock. To like, glitter, wow. glitter, right? Glitter, yeah, glam rock, glitter. What is, is Never it, got is that big in the U.S., but I was way into them. Yeah, me too. Anyway, uh, and then finally we got a song from you. They're running all around me off your... Uh, is this... Would you call this your first solo album? Yeah, my only one. It's, it's more of like a collection of songs that... If they weren't used in other bands? No. Yeah, see? No. So it's solo. A couple of those songs, you know, some of the other bands play, and there was a band that I was in with Isaac from The Arrivals that we kind of played a couple of songs, but, you know, it's hard being in a band with someone, you know, that lives in Chicago. and. Um, Cheryl helped. Oh, yeah. She took pictures. She sang. Sang. Sang, too. I forgot huh? about that, yeah. Hey, look out. Mama's coming down. That's This is my psychedelic era, and then I'm... <laughs> Then I'm gonna go to glitter right after this. Okay. <laughs> then mod. Yeah. Yeah. Then mod. Then we'll end up. I'm with talking mod. like one of these little fucking caps and shit. It's hilarious with that the is, big uh, target on the shirt. And that is melting my mind that he started. His, off I think that. his first name, his real name is Mark Felt. Oh. Uh, F E L D or something like that, and then he became Mark Bolin. I think maybe the the wife chose that name. She was really smart about the career thing. What is what's the significance? Like, what, why Bolin? Why not Mark Rocket Star or something? 
<laughs> you know the name of the first album? First Tyrannosaurus Rex album? Oh, man, it's got like 50 words in it. When the children were fair with stars oh. in their hair and this and that and this and that. He oh, it's hilarious. Like yeah, he started what? with that shit. That's like, I thought that then was Then he like, went down the to, to the slider. <laughs> wow. And stuff. Okay, so they're running all around me. What's it about? Um, I don't even know. I, uh, let's see. Okay, who wrote <laughs> these uh, fucking liner notes? That would be you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what, what year was that. No, wait, wait. We're supposed to make 85. it. Eighty-five. Like, no, it's supposed to make ninety-five. Two thousand and five. You did it just for this record, right? Yeah, but I, I had a dream about when it was going to be released. That's good. I that had was a premonition. The, so it was what only was that for originally this for. Process. The process of weeding yeah. out. That's I like that a lot. And it was influenced by uh, Franz Kafka, The Castle, a novel he never finished, and I was reading at the time, and I got so caught up in it. You know about this book? I, he wanted all I the looked, shit that he never finished burned, but of course his buddy saved everything. Yeah. So he don't finish it, but the basic thing is this guy gets hired to go work at a castle. Well, he comes to the village at the foot of the castle, and like, nobody knows who the fuck he is. He's trying to get on the phone to people up there. No one knows him. He ends <laughs> up like marrying one of the teachers. He ends up living in, it's the most whack. The, the castle had a phone? You know, when they say a story's Kafka-esque, you know, definitely. Yeah. Well, if you notice. Yeah, yeah. Well, because it's, it's kind of mythical. It's not in the Middle Ages and shit. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say there's there's no lyrics or song titles or anything, but there actually is. Um, but your your writing takes up almost half the back cover. Yeah, that's because a uh, commercially printed record jacket right here. You made the uh, type too small. Yeah, I could take up the whole thing if you made it bigger. Yeah. But I guess I guess I I took a little bit more more space of the lyrics. Now you so you like, got to go back and get some more tuny tunage. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay, so I'll play some music. All right. Cool. Okay. Thank you. 
the, the beauty of the whole thing is that once you realize what folklore is, um, it's everywhere. Round one, Panhandle Hat has already won. Fun smells like burning rope, Panhandle Hat needs coat to coat. I'll say this to go before I sleep as the doctor's creeps so while I can sheep. I got a little thing for a little bo peep. Two, got nothing to do, wake up and poo, I bet you do too. Fuck Doctor Who, roll Mr. Magoo, dream don't come true. Three, the blind can't see for the life of me, runs through arteries and slash pine trees in the wonderful shape of back door again. Four, this is fuck lore, stories and more of yes to your hardcore porn. Five, I come alive when I arrive stone, pick up six packs of bones, build a fire and a funeral pyre when I expire, I'll haunt some place in heaven, 7-Eleven. Some smokes and Kevin, no place for hate, hate. Take Larry, take for lunch, punch him out for lunch. That greedy fuck makes Darren's life a living in hell like mine. Nine, serpentine, when you hear shots fired, there's something rotten cooking pot you can make new friends. Ten, China's Chinese Zen, poison pans and claridan. Count all your fingers, man, man, up and take a stand. Or go play, kick the can, grab after Peter Pan. In a basement furnace, throw me in a pit with some banker shit. Watch me butt off his banker tip. Made a weapon from a weapon kit. Turn my stomach to my head and spit. Pan handles having an existential fit. If you're gonna be miserable, prepare for things to get physical. Now don't look at me all quizzical. You gotta take your beating and don't be bleeding on my best front. Here is the get really tied the room together. So here we go with smoke with a blow in a big toe show and at the big butt row and dedicate your life, like I said, to the panhandle head. And when I'm dead, I'll tell the devil, don't mess with the friends of the panhandle head. You heard, you heard, don't mess with the friends of the panhandle head. Mr. Devil. Oh, I will, I promise you, I will bite off your fucking horns so that they will look like filed down hippopotamus fangs. Little nubs. You hear me? Listen. And I head. More and more. You go to the store. There's some wild boys. Watch for Pedro show. Damn, we're almost out of time. First hour is almost up. Uh, Todd's going back to get some uh, more music, but we just heard uh, Goatine, something new, Yosemite theme, something new from their new album. They're touring now, too. Uh, then something brand new from the Meat Puppets, Damn Thing. And then finally, Fuck Lore by Panhandle Hit. Mm. So we're going to come back with hour two. I got some stuff from Italy I want to play. And then we'll talk with Mr. Todd conch and hear more music from his great label recess records beautiful it's been march 8 2011 first hour of the watt from pedro show hold tight for hour two march 8 2011 is the second hour of the watt from pedro show (laughs) 
Watt for Pedro show. Uh, start off the second hour uh, with some stuff from Italy. A uh, band called Neo, incredible guitarist named Manlio. Got to see him at the Prospector in Long Beach here. This guy, he don't use a strap. Usually has a chair, so he put his leg up or whatever. Just manhandle the thing. He don't want a strap on his guitar. He's he can play, man, and he's just got such spirit. I got to play with him five, six years ago, and this is a band of his called Neo, and a song called Medieval Tune. But as you can hear, it's not that medieval. It's mad evil. My strap, my strap lock broke one time, and I felt like that was the biggest nightmare of my life. Yeah. In North Carolina, I'm just sitting there, and I had to use a chair, and it was, right. it was horrible. Most of the time, he's just slinging this. I did, this is his thing. He don't like straps. He's got another band called Square Tattoo. It's, it's Italian scene called uh, Jazz Core. Hmm. Kind of wild. Very wild. He's just great. He would make you laugh so hard to see him play, man. And just trip on it, too, because... He's got a sound all his own, man. Nobody sounds like Manlio. He's from a little town by Roma called Terracina. But uh, I got to see him when I played in Roma last year. Man, is he a great guy. <laughs> and then we heard something from a band called Pazi Mine. And get this title. The waves you're cradled by just happen to make me sick. Is that a title? And then... <laughs> Uh, hobo combo with all his loneliness, which is like kind of tribute to the moon dog, you know, this guy, composer cat. Um, drummer man is Andrea Belfi, who uh, I played with with uh, Stefano Pelia, with El Sonio del Marinaio. I started my own label, Todd, you know, called Clench Wrench. That's what that yellow disc there's boot. That's what everybody that's, knows that's that the, sound. That's the sound of your label. That's your, you don't need to love <laughs> the mine is the clenched wrench. <laughs> oh, nice. It's like a, a rib with a crescent wrench adjuster in the wrist there. What do you got coming out? Uh, well, the first thing you got, the third opera. Oh, nice. But then the second thing, fourth dose album. Ah. Speaking of K. And then third one is El Sonio de Marnaio, this album I did with these two Italian guys in their land last year. Fourth one is a thing called Spielgusher where... Uh, Richard Meltzer, the father of rock, right? Yeah. <laughs> also had a good va band, Vom. Yeah, yeah. In the old days, brought the live uh, crickets to the whiskey. Yeah, Maybe they were cockroaches. They got pissed off, though, there for just throwing them on stage. <laughs> yeah, he but Greg Turner was in that band, the Samoan guy. Uh, yeah, yeah. He had some liner notes on a back back cover liner notes on this band, by this band, The Bugs. Um, yeah. Their current band from Portland are really good. Kind he of, lives in Portland. Yeah, probably. Why? Um, well, he's like the urinals and. Oh, really? Yeah, wire a little bit, but a little bit more Ramonesy. I think the urinals was up there. They told me they did a little tour. They're up that way. Yeah, I think they're they still going. Little... Different guitar. A guy named Rob on guitar now and Steph Kell, but oh, okay. yeah, John and Kevin still. Yeah, yeah Minutemen were huge fans of that band. We yeah, really dug urinals. Uh, Richard. You know, he wrote lyrics for Blue Oyster Cult, but he kind of invented the rock ride, and uh, he's a novelist. And he did 48 spoken words. Had some cat record, uh, Portland record him. Gave me these little spiels. And then I went to Tokyo. Shimmy Mizuko did 60 one pieces of music. Oh, 
to back them up, and that's what Spielgush is. It's trippy. Wow. Nice. 66 minutes, but it's like 63 pieces. Oh, shit. Yeah, 64 pieces, something like that. Yeah, it's a trippy, trippy thing. Yeah, we had to. We had three days. We just had to keep coming up with stuff, you know, little jams. And there, I'm gonna see them in Texas next week. I don't do this South by Southwest stuff, but yeah, I'm bringing the light guys there. I've done it twice: once with Stooges, once with Jay. Never with my own. But I'm doing it this time Actually, because we were there. We were recording there one time. Yeah. when needed the, the Jay Masses, and he did the Stooges. In the before fog. you were in the studios, I think. No, it's Jay Maskus in the fog, but we had Ronnie with us. Yeah, and you guys, you guys did a bunch emos. of studio song, right? Yeah. yeah, like out in the back. The back there were some Jay songs, but most of it was yeah, Stooges. Yeah. I remember that was for, that for was Ronnie. Really good. Yeah. yeah, in the backyard thing of Emos. Yeah, I had a big beard. We used to record. So anyway, that that, what you recorded that day? Toys that kill used to record at Sweatbox in Austin, and, oh. and for some weird reason, the first two albums we did it during South by Southwest. So we would. You know, it's perfect. You blow out your voice by going and screaming at shows, and then you record. Then you record. And your ears are dead. Well, anyway, those are only two I've done, but my friends in Tokyo Light, they wanted to really do this. Yeah. And I wanted to get them on a thing in front of people that wasn't like a, you know, Japan night. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they'd be just a band, although they're from there. They're in their 20s, young guys. They can cook, man. They can cook, and so... I have a friend who's got some... It's one of these ones where you don't need a badge. Oh, okay. Actually, it's just a pad taking advantage of the situation, right? Yeah, yeah. It's not that's, part... That's but if you're part of the play. thing... Yeah, because then we've you got to pony up the big monies, right? I, I, I've, I've and, read, and, like, one sentence on how to do it, and you're like, no, that's a, I'm, I'm staying out of that. Like, yeah. It just seems like a weird... You're playing to industry people. And, yeah. But you're playing... They have these other things that... There was one called Fuck by Fuck You... Which was sounds like good. Yeah, punk response. Like, fuck yeah, man. Yeah. Um, so my buddies want to play this thing. We'll stay with Spot. Spot's been living there, you know, since yeah. the SST days. Yeah. And uh, after they do it once, maybe they'll <laughs> never want to do it. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna play my opera there. I'm gonna actually play later that night with the Migu people, which is the husband and wife. Yeah. They got a band with uh, Yuka Honda Petra called If By Yes. Nels Klein's in it. Oh, okay. Uh, it's Ooh. all. Yeah, I think same. they saw an It's part of the Plastic that, Ono band, too. You know, all this <laughs> kind of thing is all circular. But there's some periphery Watt kind of connections. Actually, their pad was half the size of Clown Sounds there. In, in Japan, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're so mansions tiny. Are, like, <laughs> I guess I have a mansion for yeah. Japan, like. We actually stayed, last time we went out there, we stayed at Fumi, um, he had a yeah. dojo, which... Right, it's a school. Yeah, I was just like, okay, we go, and it's this huge sp open space well, with Well, that's where they're fighting stuff, with yeah, the Savoir, yeah. it was perfect, yeah. and I was like, that was I great. saw Fumi when I was there, too. He's a great cat. Yeah, right, in fact, right down I the I saw him in the U.S. here at a queue. We were having a queue here in your backyard at your casa, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. and Fumi shows up, yeah. of all the people. Yeah, he li I like to surprise you when you come over and yeah. down. So that's, I'm gonna do that on the 18th. That's good. There's a lot of there's enough like musicians and you know music fans that go to that thing to make it fun. You Less know? creepy. It's, it's not all creeps, but <laughs> okay. Uh, then we heard Indians and Cowboys by the Space Pony, which has got another Stefano. Uh, this guy, these cool people. He uh, lives on the coast, Ravenna. Ravenna is the town that Dante died in and was buried in. This guy made a little box for me like a theremin 
but he made it into like a devil thing, and the big rubber nose is actually the oh, kind yeah. of capacitance <laughs> thing on yeah. your hand. Yeah. I saw one of those on eBay, a little devil kid, like with his eyes lit up when you hit the wrong, like, or the right, is that right? sound. I don't know, it's crazy. It's almost kind of like the... This thing has ears and a big baby. nose, and then you plug it in, and you... It's a trip. Yeah, turn so. this the Gacy baby into a theremin right here. It looks like you turned it. It looks like you turned it around. When no, I left. think he moved. Yeah. Yeah. You got. You're getting scared. Yeah, I, I didn't want it to be touching on him. So look, you got some music we're gonna hear now. Yeah. First off. Uh, oh. Yeah. How how does uh, one become a recess record recording artist? Um, not by sending in any demo or 8x10 Glossy, I'll tell you that. Um, usually we tour enough to to play, like if you notice, there's not too many local bands. I mean, there's Audacity, which we're going to play them. Yeah. Um, they're from Fullerton, but we usually just end up it's playing It's bands you're on the road. Yeah, and if they're good people and we like, you know, usually yeah. meeting them and watching them play is like the ultimate. So you want to get on the label, you got to get on a gig. And do good at that gig. You gotta know how to play in okay. front of ten dudes. It's not about sending in the glossy and the <laughs> demo tape. Yeah. Okay. I've never never gotten a band from that. So. Yeah, but I bet you you've been stuff has been sent. Yep. <laughs> For sure. Okay. <laughs> okay. So uh what are we gonna play first? Um let's let's go with uh, Audacity. Okay, we'll play we're some Audacity about. here. The are uh, way far away in Orange County. Watch for Pedro show.
hear that banjo? Yeah. Watch for Pedro Show, impromptu uh, banjo concerto from Mr. Yeah, this Todd here. <laughs> Bringing you back, playing some music from his label, stuff he picked, his own prerogative, his own proclivities. Started off with Eyes and Ears by Audacity. OC band, two members just turned 21. Yeah, I think three of them are 21 now. Three are 21 now. They can all go to the bars. What is the fourth one? This year, maybe. I don't know. So, 20. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're almost ready to go to the bars. Yeah, there's, they're, my, they're my dudes. Yeah, what part OC? Fullerton. Fullerton, so inland. Yeah, yeah. Spitting distance of Disneyland. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's where they practice. <laughs> the mouse lets him in. The mouse lets him in. He pisses all over the Get Adam on the band. Shrinker. Get on the band. You know, it got off in some of those things. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the Adam one and the Haunted Mansion got out of the cars and was running around and said, Pirates of Caribbean. Oh. This is in the 70s when I was a younger teenager. And, yeah, spitting on people, spitting on those uh, big screens. <laughs> this was you? Yeah, I mean, this is where it all started. Tone, huh? tone now has passed away, but yeah, I was pretty right. I got kicked out. I was running through the tunnels, Tom Sawyer Island. I hit my head when they got all little, and uh, I woke up in the New Orleans jail with the concussion. <laughs> so you're not coming back here, Mister Watts. It's Disneyland. I said, yeah. "Fine, you place sucks." <laughs> mouse is an <laughs> Okay, then we heard. Uh, Start with maybe, with a maybe by Hot New Mexicans. Athens, Georgia, not Atlanta. Although I'm playing both Atlanta and Athens this tour. Uh, I'm kind of thinking they're thinking about people from the state, New Mexico. I was yeah. just uh, enlightening Todd to the fact that the automobile plates in that great state, it, actually, I, I think they have the best state flag. It's just that Z on the yellow. Yeah. No letters, no... Yeah, it's very simple, but they have USA on the plate there. <laughs> now, there's lots of states with Spanish names, like all the West ones. <laughs> yeah. They don't put the USA there. Teos, Colorado, California, Nevada, Arizona. But anyway, I hope people feel good about that because you wouldn't want any confusion, right? But I was always confused up until yeah, you me told too. me that. I was like, all right. Yeah. Okay, then uh, Landlord with Strange But True. Where's Landlord from? They are from Bloomington, Indiana. Okay, College Town. The great other Isaac. Part of the, part Southeast two, the Chicago, Isaacs. or Southwest, very Southwest part of Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> About 1,500 miles. <laughs> and uh, it's like shark pants with T-Rex. You already got the T-Rex story, so we ain't going there again. He started off psychedelic. He did. Start off. And then got Todd the thought it was the other way around. I can't. My mind is blown. That's a trip. That's a trip. I almost want to look at. I remember the. I remember when those records were out. There was a record store here by what's it called? Henry's the supermarket. That used to be a Vons at Henry. It's in that Park Western strip oh, mall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of lame shit in there. Yeah. But uh, Jamba Juice. <laughs> And um, crap, Donalds, and that that was never there. But next to that, Henry, if you're looking at it, be to your port, was a place called Chuck Sound and Music, yeah. and that's where they had like a real Fender. They had a a, a Telecaster, a Stratocaster, and a and a bass. 
uh, P-Bass. But they also sold records, and they had trumpets. Yeah, music store, there were no shit hard centers yet. It was different times. Yeah. And this is where I would just go look in the fucking, this is when records were two ninety nine, And I would just look at, at through the bins at the records, and the T-Rex, or Tyrannosaurus Rex, the early version of that, they had these bitching ass, even the label was called Blue Thumb. So it was like this big blue thumbprint. I was like, what do, do you know Unicorn? Because the last one has got a fucking fairy tale, and it's read by Mr. John Peel. And I met John Peel in the Abbey Road stuff. Oh, wow. he, yeah, so Jay was doing one of those sessions, Peel. He never goes, but he was at this one for some reason. Yeah. And I got to talk to him, and that's what I talked to him about. I asked him about reading that thing. And yeah, Mark was a good friend of mine. He goes, I lived with a guy back then named Paul. Everyone called him Beautiful Paul. And I talked to Mark every day. And then one day, he would not answer the phone anymore. And his voice got really, really sad. Oh. And I could tell, man, John Peel was really hurt. Yeah, fucked up. Because he stopped doing psychedelic and went glitter. I don't know He's why like, I, I don't have happened. time for you, man. Yeah. I got this. That's, John Peel's like one of the dudes... That I've always wished I'd had. Happening Cat, huh? Love the fall. Yeah. <laughs> I think the fall did the most Peel sessions. Yeah. He was a sweet guy. I saw him again at another gig, but he was chowing. I'm not going to bother him when he's chowing. But that was the last time I saw him. He got killed. That had that heart attack. Yeah. But sad. he was so nice to me. He talked to me all about... And I could tell it was a sensitive thing, man. Like, him and Mark were good buddies. And then it was yeah, like he... Mr. Rockstar pulled the ripcord on him or something. It almost, seemed, it almost seemed like, I don't know if he ever had kids or anything, but it, seemed, it almost seemed like music was his little little baby boy, you know? like He's a big he had, lover like, of music. He always had a good, fresh take on it. You, you know, know what like his favorite it, tune was? Huh? Teenage Kicks. Oh, Undertones. Undertones yeah. That was his favorite tune. It's a good song. There's a, t there's a ton of songs that sound like that, too. So oh, yeah. I think happy. they were, uh, were they Dublin? They were some yeah, Ireland. They were Ireland, for sure. Or were they know. Belfast? I mean, North. <laughs> I really don't know. doesn't exactly. matter. Irish is Irish. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. To some people. Yeah. Let's, uh... Remember Berlin Blackouts? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna play something. I thought you said Bolin Blackouts. Like, <laughs> Mark Bolin's new band. <laughs>
Yeah, my, my friend. Dion. What for Pedro show? We heard uh, Roland Blackout, Surgeon General. Uh, after that was Sassafras, been blown to shreds. So Roland Blackouts could have been a recess record band. Uh, Sassafras, that's got Sailor Alexander. Oh, yeah. That's why it sounds From uh, Stab, Stab City. City yeah. yeah he, scissors. Or, I don't know what happened, but they got a new guy. Yeah. I've played with both bands. Yeah, I've seen. I've, we played with them a few times with the new guy. The new guy, but have you played with Sassafras? Not yet. Not yet. I just played with him. And Joe Dean was on bass. Who was? Joe Dean, the guy who plays with uh, Sacrin, uh, Jack Brewer oh, reunion yeah, yeah. band. I was in a band called Crawl Space a long time ago. Joe oh. Dean, great bass player. Then we heard a Chip Militia by Kamikaze Tinnitus. Uh, he was standing next to Sailor and said, hey, I got a CD too. So, okay. And then New Fast by The Disappears. You know The Disappears? No. Steve Shelley's new band. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, on tour in Europe. And uh, New sing? Fast. What do they sound like? Uh, We're supposed to pretend like we just heard it, huh? Yeah, that's, I was, that was a great song. I loved it. Kind of like Buzzcocks, but for now. You but know? different. <laughs> kind of like Buzzcocks mixed in with the John Wayne Gacy doll. But different. But a little different. But totally different. Yeah. So, uh, whoa, we're at the end of the second hour. Oh. Watch for Pedro Show, uh, March 8th, 2011. Hang tight for hour three. March 8, 2011. It's the third hour of the Watford Pedro Show. And now, coming to you from ZBS Media. Zero bullshit. ZBS.org. Mr. Meatball Fulton. With uh, part seven of eight. We're almost there, folks. Part seven of eight of Steam Dreamers of Inverness. Once again, we return to that old mansion on the hill overlooking the Bay of Inverness. Its windows are like a thousand eyes turned inward, and its doors, hinged on time, open into endless space. Claudine has disappeared. She was standing alone in the jungle, watching the fireflies, and the next thing they knew, she had vanished. Jack and Mojo are now making their way through the jungle to the far side of the island, where strange lights have been seen. Hmm. Maybe uh, she took the firefly shuttle. <laughs> Those lightning bugs are the size of hummingbirds. You think they could have picked her up and carried her off? I would love to have seen that. It's going to take us all night to make our way to the other end of this island. We just need to get us a couple tickets on that Lightning Buggy Express. (laughs) I don't think Claudine is in any danger, do you? Well, so far she's been pretty comfortable down here. Hmm. So, which way? What does your compass say? It says we got to go that way. Yeah. Well... Who needs sleep anyway? Man, I wish some friendly fireflies would swoop down and give me a lift. I think this is going to be a very long night. 
The two adventurers make their way through the maze of twisting, tunneled pathways formed by the thick jungle vegetation. Luckily, they each have a lantern containing a single but very, very bright firefly to light their way. Maybe they're planning to crown Claudine as a firefly queen. <laughs> yeah, does that mean she'll only come out at night? If all those fireflies go gathering around her, you're going to have to wear some shades. Mm. Uh, you know, Mojo, I think I'm finally ready to retire. Hey, you can't sleep now. No, 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 no. That's not what I meant. You mean retire back in Inverness? Why not? I mean, what am I doing walking around at night in a jungle with lightning bugs the size of hummingbirds and vines that shriek when you cut them? And dead cities that float in the sky? And a zeppelin with a German captain by the name of von Baumbaum? And owned by an Italian countess by the name of Illuminato? And a French-Canadian by the name of Claudine, who does exactly what she wants to do no matter how many times I say, trust me, you really don't want to do that. <laughs> oh, come on, man. You love it. You give all this up, and what would you have to complain about? Ah, oh, Mojo, you know I'll always find something. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now that I'll believe. And meanwhile, back on the Zeppelin moored above the floating city, Captain Heinrich von Baumbaum and Contessa Antolina Illuminato are having a late-night glass of wine together. Heinrich, tell me what you know about this island. I have heard tales. There was once an archipelago of floating islands. But then they began to disappear. No one knows why or where they went. They simply vanished. What happened to the people? It was so long ago. No one knows. I think we should leave as soon as possible. I agree. When the ship is ready. Heinrich, they have awakened us. Do you know what this means? Hmm. I had wanted to ask you that very question. <laughs> so you do not know either? No. But Contessa, I believe you and I have begun a new adventure. Yeah? Then, to a new and excellent adventure. And down in the jungle below, Jack and Mojo make their way through the maze of crisscrossing jungle tunnels. When we do find that building, if Claudine isn't there, I will not be a very happy camper. Well, you wanted to explore this city. Now she's given you the opportunity. Mojo... Have you noticed how these these paths keep getting narrower? Like, like they're growing in on us. Yeah. I've been stooping lower and lower. <laughs> keep up like this and I'll be on all fours. We're going to have to circle back and just find another way. I wonder if this path has always been like this, or did it just start closing up when it heard us coming? But why didn't this happen earlier? I don't know. I don't trust jungles, especially this one. 
Jack and Mojo turn around and head back searching for another pathway. But there aren't any to be found. I know there are other paths right around here. Uh, Jack, if you look back where we just came, you'll see those vines have been closing up behind us. Oh my God, I think you're right. There's no way we're ever going to make it across this city. Not tonight. Yeah. Let's see if we can get back to that building where we found these lanterns. I think we'll have to spend the night there. Man, this jungle is too smart for comfort. Well, so far, we, we haven't been directly threatened. So let's hope we can keep it that way. They return to the building and settle down for the remaining few hours of darkness. As the early morning light creeps in, Mojo awakens. Jack is still asleep. Mojo climbs the stairs to see if he can get a better view of the city. Haflanders! Are you there? Hello? What? Haflanders! Can you hear me? Hello? Um... Oh, Captain Van Bombom? Are you all right? Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. How about yourself? We are not fine. Can you see the Illuminato? The Zeppelin? From here? No. Why? Because something happened last night. Did you find Claudine? No, we tried, but uh, these jungle paths just kept closing up in front of us. And, well, we had to return back where we started. We have a problem, Halflanders. Oh, yeah, well... Welcome to the club. Is Hamojo with you? Yeah, he's... Yeah, he, he was here. Uh, he vanished? No, he's probably doing his Tai Chi or something. Uh, Mojo? Hey, hey! The, the, the jungle may have gotten him. I doubt it. Oh, could you send down some coffee? Do you know what happened last night? No, but... A pot of coffee would be a nice way to start the day. The jungle has crept up here. Oh, no, I'm not following you. We are caught. In what? We are covered in vines. What? Jack. You're saying that the vines went creeping up there in the middle of the night? You've got to see what happened to that zeppelin. Captain, hold on a second. Those vines. They were clinging to the sides of the building where the zeppelin is moored. Last night, they curled around the cable and then just crawled all over the entire ship. Man! Oh, great. This means no coffee. Let me talk to the captain. Captain Garbalbo, I was just peering out of a window and I saw what happened to your ship. Your jungle has gone crazy. As soon as we clear the vines off my ship, we will leave. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on there. Are the vines doing anything other than just growing all over the place? Isn't that enough? No, of course not. But eventually they may try to drag us down into your jungle. Captain, don't cut those vines. What should I do? Talk to them? <laughs> no, just be cool. You don't want to threaten that jungle. You do, and it may get vengeful. Am I to do nothing? Jack, Jack, you try to tell him. Captain, can I speak to the Contessa? She has not arisen this morning. Does she know what happened? I have no idea. Will you please send someone 
to wake her. I will not disturb her. Look, Countess Illuminata is the owner of the Zeppelin, isn't she? She is, yes. Then before you start hacking at the vines, which will probably cause this jungle to go absolutely berserk and probably destroy your ship, plus all of us in the process, for God's sake, wake up the Contessa. All right. I will call you back. Thanks, Captain. Mojo, do you think we can talk her into leaving things just as they are so, so we can buy some time? Uh, I hope so, but man, this jungler's starting to give me the creeps. I'm beginning to wonder if we're ever going to get off this island alive. Do you think this jungler's somehow being controlled? Or do you think it has its own innate intelligence? Mojo, I have no idea. Right now, we have to figure out how to find Claudine. Oh, I feel she's okay. You do? You, you still feel she's safe? I don't know if safe is the word, but I feel she's okay as long as the captain doesn't start hacking up the jungle. I just had a thought. There's a drain system beneath the city. Maybe there's a way we can get in there and make our way across the island. That jungle is probably growing down in there, too. No, but if there's sewer pipes, we may not run into tunnels to trying to squeeze us out. That drain I saw last night is right next to this building. I think I can find it. Herr Flanders. Uh, yes, Captain. The Contessa wishes to speak with her mojo. Good. Mojo? Here. <laughs> Hello? Mojo, what is your assessment of what has happened last night? Now, whatever you do, do not allow the crew to start hacking at those vines. If this jungle is threatened, it will retaliate. But have you seen my airship? There are vines growing everywhere. Have they entered the ship? Not yet. Well, then don't give them a reason. You haven't found Claudine? <sighs> the paths just closed in on us last night. But we were hoping we could get across the island through the sewers underneath. Can you find your way? I have a compass. And Jack is poking down around there right now. Contessa, we need a couple more hours. When we find Claudine, we can get out of here. How will that resolve our present situation? Well, I got the feeling that Claudine knows something about this jungle and maybe the city. Wait, Jack just popped his head up out of a dream. What did you see? Well, it's dark and it's dank, but it's worth a try. Even though it's pitch black, our lightning bug is still as bright as ever. I heard that. I will tell the captain to do nothing. But Mojo, know that as I speak, more vines are attaching themselves to our ship. I give you two hours. Ciao. Did you see any sewer rats down there? No. Why? Well, if there's fireflies the size of South Lee sparrows... I figured they had rest the size of beavers. Oh, yeah, well, let's hope not. I bought some time with the Countessa, but she said those vines are still crawling up around the Zeppelin. Well, get your lantern. Let's get going. Aye, aye, Captain Jack. And so Jack and Mojo lower themselves down into the sewers beneath the city. Oh, man. This is sure slick and slimy. Yeah, but not nearly as stinky as I expected. I'm not so sure about that. Which way do we go? You're the one with the compass. I hope we don't get more rain or we could get washed out to sea. Mocho, this island is floating in the sky, remember? Well, one way or another, we get swept out into the blue. Hmm. They continue on making their way through the tunnels beneath the city. 
Are you sure we're going in the right direction? Well, it's a bit of a zigzag. Oh, hold on, hold on. Stop a second. Do you hear something? Yeah. Sounds like some kind of machinery. I thought this place was abandoned. Maybe it just keeps on running on its own. And it must have been built back in the good old days when things were meant to last forever. Uh, yes, Captain? I can hear you, but you're breaking up. Hello? Yes, I'm here. Captain? Captain, are you there? Looks like the talkie-walkie don't work down in the trains. Well, let's hope the captain doesn't take that as a sign to start hacking at those vines. They keep crawling all over his zeppelin. He's not going to hold off for long. I'll bet his crew is sharpening their machetes right now. I just hope Claudine is okay. What did you call her? The, the Firefly Queen? Either that or Miss Lightningbug. Well, how about the Firefly Fairy Queen? I still like Miss Lightningbug. <sighs> I wonder if they really did carry her off. Man, I'd love to have seen that. To answer Jack's question, where is Claudine? Let's return to last night when Jack and Mojo were inside the abandoned building searching for a lantern. Claudine was standing alone in the jungle, watching as the fireflies gathered around her. There are so many, and they are not frightened of me. They are almost as big as hummingbirds. They are settling on my shoulders and my arms, and all over my body. Oh, and their wings, they tickle. They are so bright, I can see nothing but flashing light. More and more fireflies gathered about her. If Jack and Mojo weren't so preoccupied with searching for a cage to create a lantern, they'd have been amazed to see a giant human shape formed out of thousands of pulsating lights slowly lift off the ground rise up in the jungle canopy and then swiftly move across the city. But of course they didn't see that. And now they're down in the dank trains sloshing along beneath the city. And up in the great zeppelin called the Illuminato, Captain Heinrich von Baumbaum is slowly going berserk. Contessa, our ship is being entangled by creeping vines. Every hour, there's more and more, and they grow thicker, stronger. Yes, Captain, I know. At first, we could use knives to cut them, but now we'll need axes and saws. I cannot allow this to happen to our ship. Captain, I understand, but I made a promise to Mr. Flanders and Mr. Mojo. But how do we know they are still alive? They do not respond to my calls. If we continue to wait, it may be too late. One more hour. One more hour and the vines will pull us down into the jungle where they will devour not only our great zeppelin but you and I and the crew and the passengers too. It will be thus end. Kaput! I am aware of the dangers, Herr Captain. Soon the cockpit will be so encrusted with vines we will not be able to see out. They were adamant that if we took action the jungle would retaliate. Retaliate? What could be worse than this? <sighs> Perhaps you and I we can compromise, Contessa. I'm listening. We give them one more half hour. If we do not hear from them, we take action. Captain. Look, I... look, look. See how the vines, they creep all over the cockpit? 
Soon we will see nothing. Nothing. Nothing but green. Just green. All right. One half hour then. Yeah, good. I tell the crew. Men? This is Captain von Baumann. Sharpen your machetes. Sharpen your axes. Your saws. Prepare for war. We're making pretty good time. It's a lot more direct than those jungle paths up on the surface. Yeah, I know. They had wandered every which way, plus they kept changing. Wait, stop a second. Let's see if we can reach the captain. Man, I could do it a bad. Yes, you could. <laughs> so could I. Captain? Hello? Hello? Anyone? No, no luck. We shouldn't be too far now. I hope this wasn't all in vain. You know, those machines have gotten a lot louder. Well, maybe that's where we're headed. How are we doing the time? Well, we still have about 40 minutes, so we're doing okay. I hope I'll be sticking my head out of this sewer soon. Same here, that's for sure. Phew. And now, let's return to Claudine. Last night, she was carried away in a blazing flurry of fluttering lights. There were thousands of fireflies, each the size of hummingbirds. If you could see her streaming above the jungle, it was like a great cluster of pulsating lights in the shape of a giant glowing human form. She wasn't even aware that she was flying. She was taken to the far end of the island, to a building that was once the power station for the city. She found herself standing on the main floor, looking up at thousands of fireflies flickering high above her. It reminded her of standing outside as a child, looking up at the heavens with its billions of flickering stars. Why are you here? I told you we would be together. I I know, but how are you here? I am wherever you are. I don't understand. I am because of you. My Colette, when we were children, you were my only friend. But you were my imaginary friend. You were never real. I am because of you. But now I am no longer a child. Nor am I. How can you still be? As long as you are, I will be. And now? You will always be with me? Yes. And you will always be with me. Oh, Colette, I have my own life. I have my life too. But what do you want? I want us to be together with you. Oh, Jack and, and Mojo, they will be looking for me. I know. Was it you? Did you have the fireflies bring me here? We both did. Don't you see? Uh, then I, I will ask them to take me back. No, no, no. Colette, what do you want? Stay with me. Oh, all right. But just tonight. Now he has it. Take your position. In three minutes, he will attack. Oh man, this is a cul-de-sac. We gotta double back. Oh, wait a minute. 
Let's put our two fireflies together. I want to take a closer look at this. Sounds like those machines are on the other side of this wall. Hold on. I think there's a door. Yeah. Wait a minute. It's... This entire biosystem? It may be just like Claudine said. It, it feeds the jungle. But what keeps the island afloat? Mountain, I have no idea. Look, we're running out of time. We have to find Claudine. Uh-oh. Lights are flashing. Something's going on. I hope it's not what I think it is. You mean they just started a war? Come on. Let's get back up to the surface. Let's see where we are. Faster! Work faster! Captain, for every vine we cut, two more grow back! Men, listen to me. The vines are tightening around the ship. They are trying to squeeze the hull. You must cut every vine, or they will crush us! Faster, men! Work faster! Mojo, I think you're right. This is the power station. The machinery is located directly beneath us. We're in the control center. They sure got a lot of dials and doodads. And flashing lights. But where's Claudine? Let me to walk in. I want to talk to you to Captain Von Baumbaum. Here, take it. I'm going to look for Claudine. Uh, Captain? You there? It's me, Senor Mojo. Ah, Mojo. I cannot talk. We are in the midst of war. Did you start hacking at that jungle? The vines are squeezing my ship. They are pulling us down into your jungle. Wait, 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 hold on. Let me find a window so I can see what's going on up there. There is no time. We will succeed or we will all die. Okay, I think I can see. Wee, man! You are all tangled up, aren't you? Where are you, Hamojo? Uh, we're in an old power station. Uh, take that to Slimey What's going on? There's a lot of machinery. It's some kind of eco bio or some kind of system that feeds the jungle. Feeds? Yeah? Yeah. It looks like it's been running this island for maybe a couple hundred years. Shut it down. If I do that, this whole island may die. If you don't, we all will die. Oh, man. I wouldn't know where to start. You start by smashing everything. I'll see what I can do. No, no, no. No, see what I can do. Just do it. Do you understand? That's an order. I hear you. Good. Oh, man. Where do I start? Oh, Claudine, there you are. Thank God. I'm sorry. Oh, I'll tell you, this has been one crazy day. Hey, are you okay? I'm fine. You're not alone, are you? Can you see her? Um, no. Who is she? Colette. Your imaginary friend? When I was a 
was a child, she was my only friend. And now she's with you again. Yes, but I didn't ask her to come back. What does she want? She wants me to be with her. Where? Here? On this insane island? Jack, I told her I have my own life. But she didn't accept that. No. I see. Do you think I'm crazy? No. I guess it's 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 nice to have friends, even if they are imaginary. Jack, you are a wonderful man. I know. <laughs> Listen, we have a problem. During the night, the vines have grown up around the zeppelin. We tried to warn the captain to leave them alone, but now it sounds like this this big battle going on. What? What was that? I said the captain has started to attack this. No, uh, no, I, I was talking to Colette. Oh, oh. Well, uh, go right ahead. Yes. I don't know. What is Mojo doing? Well, he's down below in, in what appears to be the control center. I said he's he's. Oh, oh sorry, you're, you're talking to her again. He is trying to destroy the jungle. Are you certain? Mojo, he loves jungles. Colette said he'll destroy the island. What? Oh, come on, let's stop him. Man, most of these levers are frozen solid. There's no way I can shut this thing down, except maybe smash everything, and then I—I I don't know what will happen. I think that Zeppelin's goose is cooked. Mojo, where are you? I'm here, Captain. You have accomplished nothing. I'm trying. The infernal vines—they are pulling my ship down into the gaping mouth of your jungle. These controls are so old. Everything is frozen solid down here. And destroy it all. Hey, here comes Jack. Maybe he can help. Good, good. Hurry. Ah, What's that? Ah, the devil vines. They are now clinging to me. You must act quick or we all die. I hear you. Good. Oh man, this is not so good. Watt for Pedro show, and uh, that was um, part seven of eight, Steam Dreamers of Inverness. Uh, first one was 1974. It was the fourth tower in Inverness. The Meatball Fulton and his crew there have been going 40 years. Much respect. Check out their site, zbs.org. Uh, or, or Zed, if you're in England. <laughs> right? Yeah. You got a lot of trippy stuff there besides the Jack Flanders and trip on it and support Mr. Fault because he's a badass in the creativity thing. And so is my guest here, Mr. Todd. Uh, he's telling me about some clown sound uh, recording world and uh, the Candy Land. By the way, he's in a few bands and uh, we heard off his clown sounds, so the solo one, but he's got a Underground Railroad to Candyland album. Uh, third one? 
Third try? It's third try at the second album. So it's actually our second Third try at the second album. It could have been the third album. We dropped so many songs and set them on fire. But but some... some And added some MIDI. He's using some MIDI. No, it's a secret. It's it's a surprise. (laughs) Yeah. There's some MIDI in there. And there's a contest. It's like, if you could tell which part is MIDI, you get a a free pat. That's it. You get a free pat on the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah especially great. if you're choking on a fishbone. What 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 about the uh, the Bible thumpers? What's that? Oh, Bible children. Bible children. Uh, um, that was Isaac from Arrivals, yeah. Isaac, Chicago, Isaac. Uh, but is it going to be an album? No, we we recorded stuff and just it, they Isaac changed the name to uh, the Treasure Fleet. Treasure so, Fleet. He changed the name and he's. I have a. I have a open door to the band, but he, they're doing it out in Chicago right now. So they're they're doing oh, it's that. sales without you. Yeah, they're yeah. It's tough, tough times because I always I always want to be in a sixty seventh band. Yeah, I would have to settle. They with played around here. I remember. Yeah, we played a Fourth of July party at, yeah. at Beth's house that one time. And those and were not Chicago people? people. No, did you play that? You was I that, there? I was the there. Outdoor stage. Yeah. 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 That was that was interesting. We showed up and it's just this normal house that we always go to, and there's a big professional stage in the front lawn, and that blew my mind. No cops came. Like, yeah, is that a trip? Total craziness. But yeah, he's he's doing Treasure Fleet right now, and it's pretty much his the same songs that he had as the Bible Children. And I'm supposed to bring a couple songs and go out and record with them, but I just don't know if it's if that's going to happen or when it'll happen. And it sounds like they're doing a few shows here and there, so. And his songs are amazingly. And uh, what about this Adio? Uh, some of the guys who play with the Candyland have this band. Uh, 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 not anymore. No, uh, that's gone. Yeah. Oh, I played with them a few times. Oh yeah. Yeah, they had three keyboards. At oh one yeah, point. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Jimmy and stuff. So. Yeah, they're gone. Oh no, they're they're. I think they're still playing. But, oh really? Yeah, he's just not in Candyland anymore. So. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. But Dios, what were they called? Mala Di- Dios Malos. Di- Dios Malos, bad, yeah. bad god. Yeah. The bad guy. They're still playing though. Yeah. Okay. I, I think so. Shit, I don't know. I thought you were up on this more than me. I lose I've, track. I I found a rock lately, and I've been under it. You've it's been under fun. it. Yeah. Not yeah. on the up and up. Nah. What about? Uh, is there still Killer Dreamer? I don't think so. I think yeah. they're doing Hippie Riot now instead. It's same people. Yeah, except for with Bradley. That's, that's yeah. I like that shit. It's for a good. while, Bradley was so. Bradley ain't here though. Doesn't he live? Where does he live? Silver Lake? Yeah, or I think so. Yeah, so they're doing that, and I think it's mostly just his songs, and they're and they're making them. They they're, just they're, back they're KDing them, them up. Okay, KDing them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Big KD. Putting some KD in there. Yeah. Better in KY. They, well, maybe not. They, they were talking about recording in here. So really, yeah. Which Happening. you know, I thought it was. That was Bradley's kind of originally have... from Augusta, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, or Auburn. Wait, where's Auburn? Auburn. Al- Auburn, Alabama, right? Right. Yeah. He's a big Augusta's War Georgia. Eagle fan. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He loves he loves Cam Newton and the the War Eagle football team. He always talks about it. Yeah. War Eagle. <laughs> War Eagle. 
That's crazy. Uh, you hear about the poisoning of that tree? Some crazy nut. You believe that? Day. Like, why take it out on the tree? Because you're a wigger. <laughs> take it Maybe out on too many beers. Yeah, <laughs> and he was he was some sheriff, like or, yeah. or some highway <laughs> patrol guy, like. Like, well, that's that's the southern that's the southern law right there. That's that'll, that'll fuck you up. Every that's time. Andy and and Barney, right? What's that? That was it. Think about it. Uh, Mayberry oh. was in North Carolina. <laughs> really? That was yeah. That's Andy yeah. and Barney. This is the, that's the second mind blowing fact I've learned on the, the show this afternoon. Yeah. T Rex is his weird. Psychedelic. Tyrannosaurus to, Rex was actually before, yeah. not after. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, Andy Griffin. Andy Griffin. That was North Carolina? That's where I it's supposed to be like taking Col- place. Colorado or, or Salinas or something like that. There was no. a while where I thought it was like a John Steinbeck type of deal where they're... <laughs> Salinas. They're there and, yeah. No, no. But that, that was a weird show anyway. Yeah. Good Whistler. That's See? it. Yeah. <laughs> Ron Howard. I can do that for another hour if you want. No, no, no. Let's let's play. <laughs> we'll play some music.
のりと。
Watch for Pedro show. Uh, we heard uh, mm, Dokutsu no Jikan by Wakine and the Girl of a Skin Colored Blanket by Mumlu and Hifumi no Uta by Yakumo Goto Society and finally Chili by Hayashi Karayama. So, uh, <laughs> how often have you been going out to Japan lately? Uh, when was I there? I did the, the tour. Seems like you're going there every other every quarter. I was the last three years. I was there six times, but I was there just in October, November to uh, do this third opera tour. I thought they would be kind, and so I could play it first. <laughs> You know how focused they are and stuff. Yeah, it's great. I love playing out there. Wow, the England guys were like that too, because I have some quiet parts in this piece. But with the good old U.S., that's coming up. We'll get shouted down. <laughs> Backward baseball caps. Bring it on. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm very happy to play and try it out. And uh, some Canada too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for Canada. I haven't been up there in a while. Yeah, uh, it's with uh, Raul and Tom. Good men to be touring with. Next show I'll do is we'll be out there. But it's been so great to have you on the show here. Yeah, I always like doing it. Uh, next time I want, because Brother Matt was real sick, couldn't be with him. But you know how he does a spin cycle and he has to collaborate? Yeah, yeah. I want you to do a whole spin cycle whistling with him. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta no, wait till do, you hear his jams. Let's do music instead. <laughs> <laughs> no, plans for the the recess? Um, yeah, I got just these, everything we're playing right now, a couple of them are not even out yet. This is so, in the pipeline. So we got the new Candyland record, which is out April. Can I say drops? No, I'm just kidding. I'm like, I hate that. Um, <laughs> so this new thing drops. Um, we got... Sounds uh, like you're sitting on the can. <laughs> yeah. We got this thing drops. <laughs> <laughs> don't, you don't want to go in there. You don't want to go in there for 20 minutes till the record's done. You found it. Yeah. Um, we got a landlord record. Yeah. Um, Big Kitty, this band from, uh, I think we're going to play them if we have time. They're from uh, Chattanooga. They're great. Wow, uh, Northern Linguist Tennessee. Largus just came out today as actually the release date. For the no, Link. Northern Georgia, Southern Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a it's a crazy area right there. Yeah, a lot of hills coming right up the river. It's, yeah, yeah, it's intense. Nice, like calm it, summers. Yeah, <laughs> I like playing there as far as like people that play yeah. music there like in the underground. Very They're passionate. Very passionate. They're making some great stuff like Future Virgins and, you know, it's great stuff. You got a lot of stuff. I got it. When I come back, we do another show. Yeah, yeah. Because we're out cool. of time. All right, cool. Uh, it's been the March 8th, but truly, Todd, man, you're a lighthouse, a beacon, a Sputnik, a uh, Sentinel, a Comet, a... A moon, a sun. A psychedelic before glitter. <laughs> Spokesman for the mod scene. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> no, you're a righteous fucking cat, and I'm very fucking privileged to be in your presence. Ditto. It's truly righteous. As Patrick so, Swayze said to Demi Moore, ditto. That's right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I'm going to have to ponder that. Yeah. But i got to end the show because we're out of time. It's right. March 8th, 2011, Watt for Pedro show. Keep your powder dry. <laughs>